Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Hey, I want to tell you about the lab. If you haven't heard, it is wellness. Anywhere you go, you could listen to it like a podcast. Um, they're basically live Zoom classes, but you could listen to them on a run, or you could turn the camera on and engage with them. We have a thriving community of like-minded people trying to live better lives, and it's been amazing. Not only do we have the foundational classes like codependency and and, uh, ch- and trauma and relationships and all that, but we also have a lot of fun classes because it's so hard to make friends as adults, right? So we have tarot card readings, we have soul shower, we have astrology readings. Uh, we're turning wellness into a lifestyle. We're also uh, going to run a retreat soon. So come and hang out with us. Come ride with us. Go to the website to get into uh, the lab and then go download the app. We have a brand new app out with tons of audio. I'm going to give you a discount code um, and this is for a limited time. So if you're listening to this, you could join the lab for only $20. It's like a drop-in fee. For three months, it's $20 a month. Go to tatlab.app. That's tatlab.app. And the discount code is live better. It's case sensitive. So all lowercase, one word, live better. And I will see you in the lab. Hey, remember when you dyed your hair red and came home and I said, oh, that's kind of hot because it feels like I'm cheating on you? Do you feel with my new merm, that is a man <laughs> perm, do you feel the same or is is it not extreme enough? Like It's not drastic you, enough. Yeah. So you still see me. You don't see someone different. Yeah. You were really hoping for a drastic difference, huh? Like an Hispanic dude or something? I don't think you should say that. Why? <laughs> Curly hair? You'd be like offensive. It's been, I don't, why? Well, I'm just saying. That's not offensive. Hispanic Hispanic dudes have wavy hair, naturally. Most. They don't have flat Asian hair. Armenian guy? All right. Um, so you and I are... are uh, deep into our book it's not me it's you and um i don't i don't know if this is a a positive or negative but uh this this is the first time i've ever co-written a book with someone and so uh things come up because we're talking about our relationship and what happened and how we met and um many people don't know that it wasn't smooth sailing so uh, one of the revelations that we had this morning, and I'm sharing this because I think many people um, could relate to this, is um, what is happening underneath. And so the theme of the part that we're writing has to do with uh, when we first met, my ambivalence and... Um, that ambivalence not landing well for you. 
And what we realized was at the end of the day, it was you not feeling chosen. Mm -hmm. So uh, what's interesting is now that underlining thing runs deeper than just you not feeling chosen. Um, it's a sensitive, it, it kind of taps on a sensitive spot because it's thematic or is it thematic in your life? Well, I mean, I think it's through the process of writing this book that I realized that it was a pattern that I was unaware of um, until I laid it all on paper and I started, I guess, dissecting the other relationships that came before ours, or at least the meaningful ones, and realizing that the one thing that they all had in common in the beginning was that they made me feel chosen. Right. Right. And I, I mean, I talk a lot about codependency and codependent tendencies. One of the tendencies that codependents have, and I guess behaviors that we perfect is this ability to make sure, at least for me, make sure that we are chosen by doing whatever we need to do to keep that going. So whether it's saying the right thing or not saying what, what is something that could rock the boat, um, whether that's acting a certain way, showing up a certain way, liking a certain kind of music, whatever it is, I'm really good, I think, at making sure that I stay chosen. Wait, so if your previous relationship, or in your previous relationships, if you always felt chosen... In the beginning, not always, but what I think... The glue was for me, at least in the beginning, was I felt very chosen. Like, if I were to think of the three people before you that I would consider serious relationships, there was no question in my mind in the beginning that they wanted me. How did right? you know? How did you know that you were chosen? Um, they told me verbally. They told me through touch. They told me through, I mean, every kind of right. unspoken language that they could. Like, it was very obvious that they chose me. So what's the difference between feeling chosen or um, them putting you on a pedestal or is that kind of the same is it the same feeling maybe I mean maybe there's some crossover in that I could I could see that um, I don't think that all of them necessarily put me on a pedestal one of them I think did two of them did not but but two of them it was still very clear to me like they wanted me they chose me they were with me they wanted to be with me um, kind of right off the jump yeah and and I didn't so feel that with you Right, and so um, I met Vanessa at a time where I didn't want to be in a relationship. Um, I wanted to uh, uh, be single on purpose. I wanted to uh, explore, and uh, I, I was scared that if I committed to her, um, that would be it, meaning, meaning uh, I, I knew that whatever um, relationship I was going to get into next, that was going to be the one, you know? And so I think when I met Vanessa... Um, I didn't want to lose her, but at the same time, I was scared to choose her. That rhymed. <laughs> so I saw that light bulb go off in her head as you were saying. <laughs> I didn't want to lose her, but at the same time, I didn't choose her. I was scared her. to choose her. Okay, anyway, so um, <laughs> that left me... Well, it left her in a weird position because I, I, it must have felt for you, you know, the, the, the hot, cold, I love you, get away, one foot in, one foot out. Um, and that brought in, up a, a lot of anxiety for her. And also, 
um, her, uh, you know, um, having codependency in her life and, and her story, that is very hard to accept, not feeling chosen, correct? Yeah, not feeling accepted. Right. And so for me, um, later after this whole, you know, um, back and forth, uh, one of the things that I struggled with that is I didn't feel desired, mm-hmm. right? And so when you look at our relationship, if you could pull out themes, uh, and as you're listening to this, think about if you're in a relationship uh, or if you, you know, uh, think of another relationship that you were just in, um, pull out themes. This is, this is actually a really good way to explore what's happening under the hood, right? What's happening underneath. And so the theme, the beginning of our relationship for Vanessa was I did not choose her. The theme for me after I decided to commit was I didn't feel desired. Right? Mm-hmm. And once we know um, what that theme is, then we could actually address it. You know, So it's really helpful for me to... Uh, and I don't know if you even knew this at the time. I think these are revelations that, that we're having now as we're writing this book, but... Yeah. If you told me in the beginning, uh, this back and forth, this weird thing you're doing is making me feel unchosen, you're not choosing me, John, you're just kind of being here, that would be so helpful for me because now I could say, oh, I see what I'm doing, I see how that's hurting you, and then I have to ask myself, what does it look like for me to actually choose you? And then, you know? Well, I think to be fair, I did say it to you, just not, I wasn't able to articulate that specific point, right? Like. I said it to you in the beginning because there was a point where it hit, it kind of came to a head and I was like, I'm done with this ambivalence. Like you either want to be here or you don't. Yeah. I don't like this feeling. You know, it makes me feel unsafe. Like whatever it is I said. I mean, I, I did say it, but I just don't, I don't think that prior to the moment that it came to a head for us and I, I really kind of had this feeling of like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm choosing myself in this, right? Right. I'm choosing um, myself because you're not choosing me. Yeah, basically. Right. right. Um, which was actually a really big moment for me. Yeah. Like, I I was very invested in it, and yet I had a very clear moment of knowing that I I had to choose myself. Did all your friends say, you know, fuck that guy? Not at the moment that I said I'm going to choose myself, but when we were in Costa Rica, a couple of them definitely yeah. did. Because because <laughs> he got me out to the jungle by myself and then pulled the rug out from under me again. Yeah, we were literally in the jungle. So I, I uh, now knowing you and your friends, I know you were, um, did we have reception? I'm sure I you I was were, on WhatsApp. Okay, so you were texting, I'm sure, in the moment. Um, I didn't know that you were, but now knowing you, I'm sure. You'll, you'll read it in the book. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, uh, they had opinions. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, what I was saying is like, I, I, I had a moment where I had to choose myself. I made that clear to you whatever happened for you on the receiving end of hearing me say like, I'm, I don't want to do this dance anymore. You did come around and you did decide, okay, I want to do this. Right. Um, but whether you intentionally did it or not, I think that became a theme kind of like the thing with you not feeling desired that became a theme that I think played itself out for a while in the beginning of our relationship. Yeah. And to be fair. Okay. So coast. Okay. Can I just say, if I invited you to Costa Rica as a romantic getaway, getaway that I created, that's very different than what it was because it was kind of a slash work slash us Doesn't going matter. away. Doesn't matter. No, no, actually it does. No, that's huge because um, I remember the, the Costa Rica thing. Uh, so the Costa Rica was uh, 
uh, someone contacted me for a possible retreat location. I've never been to Costa Rica. Um, I, you know, uh, just kind of, I wouldn't say started. We were, well, how many weeks Four in? months, maybe. Yeah, I mean, so we were already dating. And so I thought, oh, this would be cool to invite Vanessa and get in some work slash play and go somewhere that I haven't been before. Um, the reason why I say it's different is because I don't know if I would have created um, a travel or exotic getaway if it wasn't something that fell in my lap because I would feel like I would be misleading you. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Right, I hear what you're saying. And the reason why I say it doesn't matter is because either way, when you're in the beginning of a relationship, it doesn't matter, oh, you want to just come along for this work trip. I mean, the point is you invited me to go away with you somewhere. And so, so should I not, should I not have invited that you? That felt, to me at the time, that felt significant because here I was having right. already gone through three cycles of the ambivalent dance prior to that. And then you invited me to go away with you. And so it was like, oh, he actually wants to spend time with me. He wants to travel with me. So clearly, this is an act of him choosing me, right? Like this is him deciding like, hey, come do this with me. Even if it wasn't a quote unquote romantic getaway, which by the way, it half was because we did plan three or four days at the end of the trip to be a kind of a romantic thing. Um, that's what that signaled to me. Now in the past, in previous relationships, I 100% had been taken on romantic whirlwind getaways only a couple months into dating people, right? So that didn't feel like it was too fast. It didn't feel like it yeah, was, but Those you know, were different because in the past, the people that um, asked you to go on the getaway, uh, they weren't ambivalent. They were different. Right. And that's life. why I think yeah. I thought to myself, oh, this is, this is his moment. Like this is the time he, he, he's asking me to do this thing. He wants to spend this time with me. So clearly he's come around. Like he's not right. doing this dance anymore. So don't you think that's a, that's a little, um, don't you think the pressure that you would put on that is, uh, I don't know if the word's unfair, but usually if someone's into someone, they do plan romantic getaways or let's go to, you know, somewhere exotic. Let's go to Hawaii. Let's go somewhere for the week or for the weekend. Uh, this was not something that I planned. It was something that fell in my lap. And I just thought, oh, well, I'm going to, I would like to invite her anyway, so I don't want to go alone. I just feel like that's very different than someone saying, hey, let's go to Italy. What are you trying you know? to, I'm not saying this in like a defensive way. I'm, I'm genuinely being curious right now. What are you trying to get to or trying to prove is the wrong word because that feels too harsh. But like, what are you trying to prove by getting me to say I shouldn't have gone or this, this trip felt different because it wasn't romantic? Like, what would that give you if I were to say I should have seen that red flag and not gone with you? Well, I don't think it's that you, sh you shouldn't have gone. I, I just had this revelation that um, it wasn't just me asking you to go to Bali, it was something that fell on my lap and I said, hey, let's go. So in my mind, it was less, uh, it was more casual than um, me committing. Right. That, that's and the revelation I just had. While in we my mind, we had been sleeping together and basically spending all of our time together for the past four months. So by saying like, let's go across the world together, it's casual because it's for work. That, I mean, that sounds a little bit like a cop well, out. Well, I wouldn't say it's casual. I thought I, I would say it's, it's less casual than me coming up with the idea and, and planning something. Because to me, that means, well, of course I'm all in because look what I'm doing as opposed to something like this where it feels, uh, I mean, of course, inviting you means that, you know, I, I want you to go and I want to share this with you. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if that trip would have happened on its own without 
Okay. The retreat piece. So, so I don't know. I, I feel like the expectation... So I guess what are you trying to get at by, by picking apart the fact that we went on this trip and maybe we shouldn't have? Like, what is that giving you revelation-wise right now? No, what, what, it, what the revelation is... Bali... Costa Rica. Oh, sorry. Costa Rica. <laughs> that was, was a different trip. Was an exotic, exotic, exotic look. Oh, wait, hold on. Ba- so Bali. We were already dating for years at that point. No, no. Okay, right. So Bali was different. Okay, so, so okay, this, okay, this is what I'm trying to say. So we went to Bali too. Mm-hmm. Bali was a very different trip. Mm-hmm. I know it was later. Um, but Bali was a different trip because it wasn't work related. Mm-hmm. That was something that we or I, I, don't, I forgot how it, it came up. It was work related, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what that was also a work-related trip. You were going to lead a retreat. Oh, I had a friend right. there. Oh, never mind. Anyway, so we yeah, just yeah, said, yeah, ah, yeah. fuck it. Let's just get on the plane oh, and go together. Right. You do your thing for a week. I'll do my thing for a week, and then we'll meet up. Yeah, so it was work-related. But I guess what I'm, I guess my confusion right now, and I also imagine the confusion of people listening, is like you're, circle, you're circum, circumnavigating this trip, and I'm wondering what... Like, where are, you getting, where are you going with this? Like, you're, you're circumnavigating it, and you're going, well, it was a work trip, but it wasn't that kind of trip, and, like, I shouldn't... Yeah, it's I'm, very simple. It's a simple point. It's basically, there's a difference... Like, are you between, saying that I should have known better? Is that what you're trying to get no, at? No, I'm just saying that I think that you, um, subconsciously or consciously, knowing that when someone asks you to go somewhere exotic like a trip and you were not just going out to the movies or Disneyland. We're getting on a plane going, like you said, across the world. That means something that's it's right. It's romantic. It's commitment. It's all of that. So, and, and, and you've been asked that before sure. with people who have committed. Yeah. So if you take that and you put that on me, which is, which is, that's fair. But the piece that I just realized was it was a trip that I didn't come up with. It was, a, it was, um, a trip that fell on my lap and I said, hey, let's go. This will be fun. It doesn't mean less, but I don't know at that point if I would have came up with that myself because I would think that, I would, it, that, that it would be misleading. It, it's almost like, okay, so it's almost like... I'm, I might be misreading this, but what it, feels, what it feels like is by you stating that you are absolving yourself of any of the blame for the blow up that happened. When no, we I'm saying I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying okay. uh, it is slightly different. It's just something to take into consideration. I mean, it would be different. It would be the same thing as saying me going out and buying. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example that's not trip related, but like me going out and buying, um, let's say, a ring. That's purely on me because. Me buying a ring, what it, you know, what what I want that to mean. Um, that's that's me doing something uh, that has intention, right? Uh, and I don't I don't know what the what the, uh, the version of that is. That that's kind of like the trip. It, uh, but if it's something where I don't know, um, I already had a ring. I found out you like this type of ring, you know, like like if if it's less me setting the intention out to um, give you this message, I guess. So, so in, my, in my eyes, yes, it was an exotic trip, which in art society means, you know, um, this is going further and all that. Uh, I didn't see it that way. I saw it as more like, oh, this fell on my, on my lap. What a great opportunity. Let's go have fun. 
So I think you took it like that. Plus you took it like, okay, he's now ready to, to like really kind of come and commit to this. I don't actually know how to respond to this. I don't, I'm, I'm. Why, why is it, why, why are you I'm struggling to understand what the point of this specific dissection is, I guess. Like. I totally forgot how the trip happened. Yeah. And so it's just one piece of it that I just realized. Um, Here's the thing. I think that I'm getting slightly defensive because, and I hear that you're saying this isn't your intention, but there's something in it that feels as though because it was work-related, I shouldn't have expected it to be anything else. No, that's too extreme. Um, The fact that I asked you and we were already dating should give you the green light that uh, I do want to... At a minimum, that you want to spend time with me and travel with me. Sure, of course. You're not getting down on one knee and saying, like, let's do this forever. But, like, asking somebody to go away with you on a trip, work-related or not... Means something. Means something. Yeah, of course. Period, Of course. Yeah. Uh, And I agree. And I I think I should have thought about what it would mean... On the receiving end of it. On the receiving... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that there is slightly a difference between me planning something, right... It's funny. I think that most people would agree with you. And I, I think the reason why I'm, I'm struggling to agree with that statement is probably because of how I travel. Like I, I mean, you know me, like I'm like a tack, a tack, a trip onto anything I can kind of person. Um, well, let's, let's put it this way. So it, maybe it doesn't it, feel as heavy to me. If it happened right now, yeah. something happened where we got a chance to go to um, somewhere exotic. Let's say we, we, we're going to Greece. Right, because of work, because one of us is running a retreat. Yeah, that would be fun, and we would just go. But to me, that would be a very different trip than if I say if I planned it and let's go to Greece. You know, it's our anniversary. I want to make it. You know, I'm talking. It's a whole, it's a whole different trip. So like how could we then this conversation that we're having right now? How could this be relatable to people who are listening? Because I feel like people who are listening are going, "What are you guys talking about? Like, who cares?" I think is it is it to say that I should have asked, like. Like, no, should I have just, said to you, what does this mean before we went? Like, should you have said to me, should you have level set and set expectations beforehand? Like, how can somebody take this specific point and I guess translate into, the, into their own story? You well, know? I mean, it doesn't matter. I should have, I should have uh, thought about what it would feel like four months into dating on the receiving end of that, yeah. what it would mean. Yeah. Um, and then when we went there, I mean, we did have fun. I remember we were on ATVs and, you know, um, there was some work talk and then, and then we had some good times. Um, but what was I like? Because you said I was distant, correct? No, you were fine in the beginning and then you became distant. Yeah. And, and I think I became distant because I kept having reminders that, oh, shit, this is going to be a relationship. This is a relationship. This is real. And so I think when I, whenever I had those reminders, it scared me and I pulled back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so going back to themes, I think what's important is the beginning of our, our dating, uh, the theme was Vanessa not feeling chosen. And then um, a little bit after that, the, uh, uh, there was more turbulence because the theme for me was um, I didn't feel like she desired me, right? And then we learned that we speak very different love languages. We learned about attachment styles, um, you know, and then we went deeper and we, we did more digging to understand why we are like this to each other. And it wasn't because we weren't attracted to each other. We didn't love each other. Um, it was because of 
you know, all, all the all the these other reasons, and the the value in pulling out themes is I think we can all fall into the trap of just reacting to behavior, yeah. reacting to why aren't you doing this? Why did you do that? You know, how come whatever. Uh, also uh, expectations, right? Me putting a lot of expectations on um, what someone someone who desires me, what that should look like, right? right? Comparing her to other relationships, all that. Um, and so if you start pulling out themes and you address the themes, then I think it's a huge... It becomes bigger than you in the relationship, right? Like if you pull out the themes, it becomes more about your story. Well, not only that, but it starts to fix the, what's... It, it starts to like cut the bullshit and let's get to the point. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if I knew early on, and of course I kind of did, but like, I mean, in one sentence, you're not choosing me. To me, that's powerful, Right. Um, and if I really was honest and looked at that, then I could say, oh, oh, shit, I see why she's hurt or angry or Do you think that would have changed your behavior, though? Uh, it would have been more concrete for me. It would have been like, yeah, because then, I, then it's, I have something to work with. Okay, well, if she doesn't feel chosen, I have a choice. Either I need to choose her. What does that look like? Because I have chosen people in the past, and maybe she's right. There's something I'm doing that's making you feel not chosen. Or I don't choose her. So then it leaves, there's a fork in the road and it leaves me to pick. Which really was the fork that I forced you on that last time when I said, I don't, I'm not doing this ambivalent dance anymore. Right. And then, uh, so what happened was Vanessa uh, put, uh, hit pause, said, let's take a week off. And um, then we came back. And then I think something clicked for me where I was like, I, I want to I wanna really commit to this. I want to build something. Um, and then I felt like I made more of an effort to put both feet in. Well, that is the first part of uh, our book. Our book and what <laughs> what uh, it's called the uh, surviving the collision. Yeah, you know. And I think the collision for a lot of people is one of those things where it's either what you always say, like the dysfunction can actually be, or I mean, the lightning in a bottle could actually be dysfunction. The collisions that I hear or that I've experienced are either one of. I guess two or one of three things. It's like that, where it's just like lighting in the bottle and like all of a sudden we're obsessed with each other. We like can't spend a minute apart. And I've had those. And also I now in hindsight know the dysfunction that created that feeling, right? Or there's the collision where it's like not as smooth. There's not as much of a smooth sailing. And you're like, for me, kind of questioning, like, should I be doing this? Should I not be doing this? Is this something I want? Is it not? He's different. I'm different. I don't know. And I think for a lot of people, they don't survive that kind of collision. I do think you, they only survive the ones that are like, mad. well, survive maybe short term, but the magical explosions. Well, let's be, be honest. Do you wish that um, our collision was different? Do you feel like, would you, would you have rather had the um, lightning in the bottle, losing yourself and because it feels better. There, there wouldn't be... It feels better in the beginning. In the beginning, right. Or are you glad that um, this was uh, uh, difficult and challenging in this way? No, I think this is exactly what it needed to be and what it mm. should have been the whole yeah. time. Because, yeah, I can sit here and say, like, it feels good, but so does the first shot of heroin. Doesn't mean that I want to get to heroin, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's how I look at that feeling of losing yourself and stuff. Now that I, in hindsight, look back at my relationships that were dysfunctional, uh, I don't want that. I want the slow burn. I want the like discovering each other. I want a little bit of friction because I'm now, I am different. And also I've chosen a different partner who 
kind of wants that too and wants to use that as like opportunity for growth and exploration and I don't think I was with anybody like that before, you know? You know, it forces people to slow down. Yeah, totally. Well, I appreciate, um, you know, as we uh, share our story, write our story, talk about our story, um, I appreciate um, how we met the... um, you know, I, I appreciate all the pebbles in the shoe while we were dancing. And uh, um, before, I didn't because I thought, oh, maybe this isn't meant to be because it's hard. Because there's pebbles, yeah. Or because um, we're walking funny or because we're stepping on each other's shoes. This feels strange. Um, I'm glad that we uh, swam past that. And now, um, because that that's how we, we learn about ourselves. And so, yeah. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> I feel like you we're guys, almost gotten to fight. Writing a book brings up a lot of shit. Yeah. Well, um, I love you. I love you. And uh, <laughs> I got to say on the flip side as we end, um, one of my favorite things to do with you is to create something. Um, so not just another human, but uh, in this case, a book. And so uh, I, I, I do love that our energies when we're um, building something, that, that there are no pebbles there. It lines up. It's fun. It makes me feel close to you. And so... Um, yeah, writing a book with, with you is something that I really enjoy. I've never done with anyone else. Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordeaux, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development. ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.